the news. I'm Sui. Participants at the UN Climate Change Conference in Dubai are considering calling for a phase-out of fossil fuels as part of the summit's final deal. A draft of what could be the final agreement focuses on ending the use of fossil fuels. The draft text includes three options related to different types of a phase-out, which delegates from nearly 200 countries would consider. Major oil and gas producers have resisted past proposals for a phase-out. Gaowang brings more details from Dubai. It has been a few days, but still, as you can tell, there are hustle and bustle. There are many people coming to attend the event. And considering energy transition, one of the most widely supported initiatives, that's, that's a joint pledge to triple world new energy by 2030. And that one is supported by over 100 governments, including the U.S., the EU, as well as the UAE. But at the same time, China is also one of the leading countries in promoting renewable energy. The country accounts for about 70 percent of solar panels worldwide and also 60 percent of wind turbine capacity globally, and not to mention it's also a leader in promoting the new energy vehicle industry. So at the same time, China also helps other countries uh, with their energy transition. The Kremlin says Russian President Vladimir Putin will visit the United Arab Emirates and Saudi Arabia on Wednesday. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov says Putin will discuss issues such as the international oil market and Palestine-Israel conflict with the leaders of the two countries. Israeli forces are pressing ahead with their onslaught in the south of Gaza after destroying most of the north. Despite international calls for protecting civilians, Israeli airstrikes have included areas where it told hundreds of thousands of people to seek shelter. World Health Organization officials in Gaza say the situation there is deteriorating by the hour. Noor Harazin reports from a hospital in Gaza. Actually, I don't know if there is a system anymore here in the hospitals. I mean, I have been sheltering here inside the hospital for the past 50 days. This hospital became like a camp, a camp for Palestinian refugees who fled their homes. And uh, we're talking about um, thousands of Palestinians who were taking shelter inside the yards of this uh, hospital. Uh, talking about um, the system inside the hospital it has totally collapsed. I mean, we're talking about people that are injured and getting treated on the floors of the hospitals with barely anything to use to treat them. Uh, the hospitals are running out of even stitches and bandages and uh, needles. This is how dire the situation here in the hospital. Chinese authorities say nearly 7,000 people from six countries entered China without a visa on the first three days of the country's new visa exemption policy. The policy covers ordinary passport holders from France, Germany, Italy, the Netherlands, Spain and Malaysia. Data shows from December the 1st to the 3rd, nearly 18,000 people from the six countries entered China, with visa-exempt entries accounting for 39% of the total. The Chinese Foreign Ministry says it will continue to optimize the visa policy and make travel easier for people from China and other countries. Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi has signed a condolence book for former U.S. Secretary of State Henry Kissinger and the U.S. Embassy in Beijing. Wang Yi said Kissinger always believed that China and the United States should peacefully coexist. He urged Washington to do more to improve understanding and strengthen cooperation. The Chinese foreign minister called for action to safeguard the momentum of improvement in bilateral ties. White House officials have warned that the United States is running out of time and money to help Ukraine in its conflict with Russia. White House Budget Director Shalandon Yang says there's no magical pot of funding available to support Ukraine's military and economy. 
However, U.S. officials say cutting off funding and a flow of weapons will kneecap Ukraine on the battlefield and increase the likelihood of Russian victory. Rescuers in Indonesia have found eight more bodies on the volcano Mount Merapi. That brings the number of deaths to 13. Ten other people are still missing and presumed dead. The initial eruption happened on Sunday and sent hot ash 3,000 meters into the sky. Cuba and Iran have signed a series of bilateral agreements in Tehran. The agreements were signed during a meeting between Cuban President Miguel Diaz-Canal and his Iranian counterpart Ibrahim Raisi. Diaz-Canal arrived in Tehran on Sunday night for his inaugural visit to Iran. And that's the news. I'm Sui.